I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy news update for Tuesday, January 31st. Quincy Mayor Thomas Koch will deliver his State of the City address this morning. Koch will speak in the Great Hall at Quincy City Hall at 10.30. This will be the first State of the City speech since 2021. Koch did not have a State of the City last year, and in 2021 it was held outdoors at City Hall in March due to the pandemic. Today, Koch is expected to speak about his plans for continued infrastructure improvements across the city and a capital plan. The mayor will not discuss whether or not he'll run for a seventh term in office this year. He said he'll make that announcement later this winter or in early spring. Koch is the longest-serving mayor in the city's history, having first been elected in 2007. He turned 60 years old earlier this month. You can watch the State of the City Address live here on QATV. Today is the last day to request a mail-in or absentee ballot for the Ward 4 special election next week in Quincy. Ward 4 voters can also cast early votes at City Hall this week from 8.30 to 4.30. An in-person voting takes place next Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Joel Buenaventura and James Devine are seeking to fill the seat for the remainder of the year. Norfolk County Register of Deeds William O'Donnell will be the guest speaker at today's Quincy Rotary Club meeting. O'Donnell will speak about the Registry's Homestead Act and the Consumer Notification Service. The meeting will be held at 1215 at the Common Market Restaurant on Willard Street. Today is the last day of emergency response training at Quincy Housing Authority buildings. Police and emergency management officials will be at the Drowan Apartments on Copeland Street at 2.30 to train residents on what to do in the event of an evacuation, a fire, weather-related event, medical issue, or act of violence. Similar trainings took place at all public housing complexes earlier this month. Major changes could be coming to the South Shore Plaza in Braintree, but some residents and officials are voicing their concerns about a proposed housing development known as the Residences on Granite. The plan would be to slice off an almost nine-acre stretch of parking lots and woods that contain two homes so that Florida-based ZOM Living could build a 495-unit apartment and senior living complex. It would be the largest housing development in decades for Braintree and follows a national trend of placing apartments next to retail properties. But Braintree officials are now set to review the proposal, and Mayor Charles Kokoris has spoken out against the plan. He's concerned the development would negatively impact Braintree's roads, water, and sewer systems. The country's largest mall owner, Simon Properties, has already mixed residential development into its retail properties throughout the nation. Simon has owned the South Shore Plaza since 1996, and ZOM is under contract to purchase the acreage, which could go for as much as $20 million. This would be ZOM's first development in the Northeast. If the necessary approvals are secured, groundbreaking could happen in the middle of 2024, and construction could be finished by late 2026. The development would include two five-story buildings, one with 180 units of housing for people age 55 and older, and the other with 315 units 
It would include units ranging from 550 square foot studios to 1,800 square foot two-bedroom apartments. One bedroom apartments would be about 700 square feet. Rents would start about $2,100 a month for studios, $2,500 for one bedrooms, $3,000 for two bedrooms. Necessary zoning changes still have to be approved by the Braintree Town Council. Councilor Joe Reynolds says he supports the development because it offers residents a way to sell their single-family home and stay in Braintree. But president of the North Braintree Civic Association, Kelly Moore, is concerned uh, about the development size and traffic impacts. An online fundraiser has raised nearly a million dollars in just a matter of days to support Patrick Clancy, the father of the three Duxbury children who died last week, two of whom allegedly at the hands of their mother. The couple's infant child died last Friday after being hospitalized following last Tuesday's incidents at the family home. The fundraiser, which has only been live for four days, has raised almost $900,000 as of noon yesterday after quickly surpassing the original goal of 250000 a new goal of a million has been set. So far, there have been over 13,000 donations, many people writing notes of support alongside their financial contributions. Some people said they didn't know the Clancy's aside from what they heard on the news. Others shared their connections with the family. Donors included the Quinnipiac Competitive Cheer alumni, the university that Lindsay Clancy graduated from, along with thousands of others. A Cohasset native has been named the commander for NASA's upcoming SpaceX mission. Astronaut and MIT graduate Stephen Bowen will join three other members of the Crew-6 team. This will be his fourth trip into space. NASA says Crew-6 will conduct research that will benefit life on Earth. The launch is next month from the Kennedy Space Center in Florida. A boy who was shot and killed in Mattapan, on Sunday was targeted. According to the Suffolk County DA, a family member identified the victim as 13-year-old Tyler Lawrence of Norwood. The shooting happened about 11.30 Sunday morning near the intersection of Fremont and Babson Streets. Officers found the boy in the area of Babson Street suffering from multiple gunshot wounds. EMS responded to the scene but the boy died at the scene before he could be taken to the hospital. Investigators believe Lawrence was targeted and that the shooting was not random. So far, there have been no arrests. Massachusetts launched a hotline yesterday offering legal advice to people seeking abortions in the state, as well as their health care providers and helpers, joining several other states in a move spurred by the U.S. Supreme Court's overturning of Roe v. Wade last summer which has led to increasingly restrictive abortion laws in other states. When a patient or provider calls the hotline, which went live yesterday, coordinators from the Reproductive Equity Now Foundation and the Women's Bar Foundation will help connect the callers to one of about 150 volunteer attorneys who are specially trained and come from one of five Boston's most prominent law firms, or the ACLU. Legalized sports wagering begins at Massachusetts casinos today and time for fans to place bets on events ranging from the upcoming Super Bowl to the Academy Awards. In-person betting 
is slated to become available to the public at 10 a.m. today at Plain Ridge Park Casino in Plainville, MGM Springfield, and Encore Boston Harbor in Everett. Mobile sports betting is expected to launch in Massachusetts at some point in March. A check of business news this morning, and stocks retreated. The Dow was down 94 points. The Nasdaq dropped 47, and the S&P fell 11. Global stocks were lower. The dollar and the euro fell. Oil at $76 a barrel. The forecast from the National Weather Service. Morning rain and snow showers give way to partly cloudy skies. High today, 37. For tonight, partly cloudy, low of 30. Mix of sun and clouds tomorrow, high 33. Thursday, partly cloudy, 40 degrees, and some scattered snow showers Friday with a high of 27. For the boater, waves about 2 feet, northwest winds 10 to 15, gusting to 20 knots, high tide right after 7 a.m. Sunrise, 6.58, set at 4.56. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Tuesday, January 31st.